Hey, I'm Jesse. Here's 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. I have been a fool, you forced it on me. You ought to have commended me since I am not in any way inferior to those super apostles, even though I am nothing. Paul, in the beginning of chapter 11, all right, particularly around, around verse 16, began speaking like a fool. He openly acknowledges, like, I'm about to get foolish here. I'm going to speak in a way that the Savior did not speak. I'm going to talk in a way that, that God didn't really, Jesus didn't really talk. Everybody around you is bragging on their authority, and they don't have any real authority. I actually have authority, and I never brought it up once, but now I'm going to bring it up. And the way I'm going to bring it up is by cataloging for you all the all the sufferings that I've been through. See all that all that's cataloged in chapter 11 verses verses 16 through the end of chapter 11. And then, like we saw in our sermon yesterday, he speaks about his own encounter with God in paradise. This vision that he has been given by God 14 years prior to show him heaven above. And he he doesn't like writing this way. He doesn't like bragging on himself. Like, you forced me to do this. You forced me to catalog all of my credentials and, and talk about my experiences. You forced me to do this. All right, that's, that's verse 11. I've been a fool. You forced it on me. He introduces that foolish language in chapter 11, verse 16. I repeat, let no one consider me a fool, but if you do, at least accept me as a fool so that I can also boast a little. What I'm saying in this matter of boasting, I don't speak as the Lord would, but as it were, foolishly. Since many boast according to the flesh, I will also boast. For you being so wise, gladly put up with fools. In fact, if you put up with someone enslaves you, exploits you, someone takes advantage of you, someone is arrogant toward you, someone slaps you in the face. I say this to our shame, we have been too weak for that. But in whatever anyone dares to boast, I am talking foolishly. He qualifies that. I also dare. And so that's, that's what he means by I've been a fool. In chapter 11, verse 16, through the whole discourse, he suddenly, for the first time in all of his writings, discloses very personally his own experiences. And he brags, as it were, to show his own credentials. Don't feel like you have to do this too, Christian. Don't feel like you gotta explain yourself to every critic. Okay, don't, don't be overly sensitive and then misinterpret what Paul did in writing foolishly when he says i've been a fool you forced it on me chapter 12 verse 11 don't feel like you got to defend yourself because what paul was defending was the true gospel itself not his own reputation obviously he didn't care much about his reputation because he's he's like i want you to know what a known criminal i am instead he's been forced into this position for the cause of the gospel for the corinthians it came down to the super apostles or paul the super apostles were preaching a straight up false gospel Paul is preaching the true gospel. And so for the cause of the gospel, not his own credibility, not his resume, not his LinkedIn status, Paul speaks foolishly. You ought to have commended me since I'm not in any way inferior to those super apostles. You ought to have commended me. We saw this come up earlier in 2 Corinthians. I want you to be proud of me. I'm proud of you. I've opened up my heart to you. Would you open your heart to me? I'm not inferior to these guys. And what's so funny is that he's talking about how little he actually is. I'm not inferior to them. And he says, even though I am nothing. I'm not inferior to the super apostles. I still think that's funny. <laughs> they call themselves apostles. And Paul's like, oh yeah, you're super apostles who don't even know Jesus, by the way. 
I'm nothing. And I'm still not inferior to those guys. He's, he's stuck in this foolishness because he's trying to make less of himself and more of God. But in being forced to show his resume, cataloging his sufferings, chapters of pain in his past endured to the glory of God and the credibility of his faith, because of that, he's been forced to sort of brag here. And he's bragged while thinking himself to be nothing. He knows that he's not inferior to the super apostles, but he also knows that he is truly nothing. You and I are nothing. We're all sinners before God. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That's written by Paul in Romans chapter 6. So Paul is forced into this, if he's forced into this, this awkward situation, he's been forced to act like a fool and he, he wishes the church would have commended him, even though he is in fact, as in his own words, he's nothing. So don't feel like you've got to imitate this. Don't feel like you've got to defend yourself, okay? Let the Lord vindicate you when you're falsely accused, when you're misrepresented, when you're insulted publicly. What Paul did here was an exceptional case. It's for the cause of the true gospel. Don't step into the sandbox. Paul had to, to defend his apostolic authority. You're not an apostle. You don't have to do that. It's the Lord's to avenge. Let him repay.